You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's going on, OKC82 listeners? Welcome into this episode of the OKC82 Podcast. I am Madison Morris, obviously, because this is a female voice and you know me by now. I am joined tonight by Connor Ayubi. What's up? And Connor Ayubi only because our dear friend Brady Trantham, he's still at the arena right now. He's working hard like he usually does. Doing an amazing job, as usual. As always. Yeah. And he's actually going to be on Thunder After Dark with John Hamm tonight. So uh, you just get the two of us tonight. So congratulations. Honestly, like, I... I- can't imagine that it's going to be any worse without Brady. Like, it can only get better, right? <laughs> it can only go up. Obviously, <laughs> we good. are just, like, oozing with talent over here. That's, so you get to listen true. to our melodic voices for the next, like, 30-ish minutes. So, um, so speaking of something great and soothing for you to feast your ears on, uh, tonight, the Oklahoma City Thunder take a win, their third win of the season. <laughs> 102 to 94 over the Orlando Magic. Almost here in 500. City. Oh my gosh. They're climbing, guys. They are climbing. Uh, good stuff, though, out of the peak. It was uh, actually a pretty good game. Uh, Connor got to watch it on TV. I got to see it a little bit in person. Um, it was honestly, you know, it, it was interesting just because Orlando was quite the team that fought tonight. I don't. Definitely. I, yeah, you can't really like count this Orlando team out. They have guys like Aaron Gordon, obviously, Nikhil. Nikola Vucevic. 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 Yeah, Vucci Main. He's a killer. Uh, <laughs> He's an all-star. He is an all-star. <laughs> also, one of my favorite players from last season in Portland, Al Farouk Aminu, is now on this what? Orlando team. Look Why out. is Al Farouk Aminu one of your favorite players? How I don't know. I thought he was really entertaining last season. He's, he's solid. I like, I like I Farouk Aminu. I thought he Why was not? pretty good last season in the playoffs. They got T. Ross, too. Terrence Ross. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's a mom. And uh, they got Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. He hit a three tonight. I and think they didn't he, I play think the he only song. hit one, but he, yeah. So, shame. And do they, yeah. They should have played it while, shame, he visit, while he's, like, visiting. When he checks in, they play Mo Bamba. That'd he be pretty He is funny. probably so tired of that song. I'm it sure. probably makes his ears bleed. Yeah. You like, know that kid has I heard think that song every single time that his name comes up, my it, like, with my little brother, he'll always yep. say, like, oh, yeah, he's the guy who's named after the song. Exactly. Like, he probably walks into the bird. He hears that every, that. every like, day. I would be sick and tired of it, too. But I'm a little disappointed that I didn't <laughs> take advantage of that tonight. Why not? Uh, so, yeah, just a lot of good talent on this Orlando team. Not good enough, though, because the Woo! Thunder took a good win. Connor, you got to watch this game. Just overall thoughts, what did you think? Yeah, definitely. Well, one thing that was really interesting from watching on the broadcast versus uh, being in the arena, because mm-hmm. I've been to I've been to most every home game at this point, but uh, watching it on the broadcast, I really noticed that CP3, he's just, like, so loud yeah. sometimes. Like, oh, he yeah. yells. I hear him literally yelling at, my, at whoever. Yeah. Steven Adams, get, oh, go get it, recover, recover. <laughs> like he's just, he just goes wild on there. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hilarious. That's awesome. But you know, that's just, that's just part of his leadership. You no, know? for sure. Yeah. They, they have spoken a lot about uh, Chris Paul lately being a communicator. And that was the big thing when he first entered Definitely. Oklahoma City was that his vital role on this team right now is to really communicate with the guys. And even Billy was saying in his post game uh, that Chris is constantly telling the guys, you know, take the open shot. Hey, do this. And you can even see him. We're sitting up in Cloud City. And we're looking down, and he's you know pointing over here. He's pointing over here. He's really just orchestrating this group. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think he does a pretty swell job. Definitely, at it. definitely. And the and the young guys are, I think, really taking to him is what it seems oh, like. Because sure. I mean, Baisley talked about it significantly in his post game press conference the other day after he had that seventeen point performance uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday. He uh, basically said like CP 3s you know, he's in my ear. Oh yeah. You got to take the shot. I don't care whether it goes in, goes out. 
got to take the shot. And mm-hmm. he did that tonight. You know, not a great shooting night for Baisley, but four of 11, even though that's, you know, not a great percentage. I'm loving to see like the attempts. And yeah. that's also something that Billy Donovan was mentioning is just, you know, he want he wants to see him get up shots. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's really a focus of not just one guy, the coach or CP3, but like really the entire team and even organization is like emphasizing Mm-hmm. letting those young guys get those looks and try and develop. And, you know, that's that's the best way for them to improve right now is just to play. And for mm-hmm. Baisley, I think, trying to get his offensive game going is, like, really key. No, and for sure. It's, it's been going good the last couple of games for sure. Yeah. Uh, two of those shots tonight were three-pointers, so good for Baisley. Right. I think he's really developing. Uh, kind of that corner three has been working for him. I think one of them was kind of at the top of the perimeter, so good for him. Yeah. Kind of getting Put more comfortable. Up. He's looking more like an NBA player, if that makes sense. I, oh, definitely. Like He just looks comfortable yeah. on the court. Like, because he made that comment, uh, it was their season opener in Utah. He made that comment that, you know, he he still gets real nervous getting out there because it's very surreal for him. The kid's 19 years old. That's Okay, that's the age of my sister. And my sister, compared to, like, Darius Baisley, I I mean, obviously, there's obvious differences. But (laughs) just, like, the mental capacity of these two. Yeah, they're right there. It's like, wait, what? Like, this guy has an NBA contract. He's playing against... Seasoned veterans. He's going. He's out making there. what four mil? Four mil this season? Oh my god! Yeah, because he already uh, maybe, had that like, like that. one million from New Balance or whatever. Yeah, it was. he t- took his internship. Respect Darius Baisley for like. I respect oh god, the hell yeah. out of him going and doing something different and like oh gosh, yeah. switching it up. Good for him. For I real. I think that's going to be so. It's worked out. His development too. Yeah. Just as a person, because he started so young in this league, he's already doing very well. He already got an ill uh, an earful. <laughs> of Russell Westbrook when they were in Houston. Oh yeah, so yeah, he he's came after him. Seasoned man, they he's, have he's, broken him in. It's it's the best way to do it is just trial by fire. Just throw throw the rookie in there, and he's uh he's living <laughs> just up to throw it. Throw so him far. up against Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Good God, let him yell at his face. He talked back to him a little bit. He like, did. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't like just like turn away or anything. Don't like, shy away. He, from obviously, that, he's not gonna pu- throw punches at Russ. But, I mean, yeah. I'd be okay with it. That'd be so fun. You know, I love sports. <laughs> I love sports fights, oh, but man. no, I don't think Darius should be throwing punches. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, no game suspensions, please. Good yeah. Lord Almighty! I feel like no. everybody and their dog is getting suspended right now. Yeah, they're so. throwing them around right now. John Collins, you know, Ooh, rest nice. in peace, man. The Hawks are—they still got the win tonight. They did. San Antonio. Trey Young good is just. Stuff. Oh my stupid. god! It's insane. It's stupid. Like yeah. how good he is, dude. Yeah, Trey Trey Young is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He, he made me quit basketball. Did I tell you this before? No. Yeah, Trey Young. So like, I was I was in the same grade as him, and you uh-huh. know, I was always like okay at basketball. So like, I was still uh-huh. playing. Like, I think so. This was the summer after sophomore year for the school basketball team. Edmund Memorial, shout out, go Bulldogs, go Bulldogs. <laughs> Facing off against Trey Young's Norman North at like a team camp, like just like a summer league. Uh-huh. And they asked us to run a full court press, and Trey Young like caught the inbound pass, and he just like oh god made me feel like I like what am I doing? Like, <laughs> How do I even use my feet? And after that, I was like, you know what? Like, maybe it's maybe it's time to play this more Jeez. recreationally. And so- <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's not for everybody. And hey, at least you didn't get like taken out by a scrub. Oh no! It, at least at least you went I have, and did you know, something. Now he's just tearing he's it up. Something. Yeah, Trey Young's he's fun to watch. Big, he is fun big to Trey, watch. Big Trey Young fan. You know who else was something tonight though? Who's that? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Every night. Every I love night it. doing I love good it. stuff. This guy led all Thunder players tonight with 24 points, He's shot 9 of 14. It was 3 of 5. Dang, I like this kid. I tweeted about this kid more than anyone tonight. And I, he, ha, he like every single game, 
Because now, what have they played now? Like eight this is games? this is seven games. Seven games. Seven games. Yep. Oh gosh, three and four. Seven games. Yeah. Good lord. So <laughs> hey. seven games in, I swear he developed something new every single game, and he had handles tonight. He was crossing people up. Uh, I even, I think I even saw him throw up the Euros. I think that was Darius. Actually, never mind. But <laughs> he had some moves, and he looked no, he's smooth. Crazy. And it's just like. Every single game, he developed something just like 10 times better than it was the previous game. And like, that is so cool to see his first year as a Thunder player, seven games in, and he is just progressing, progressing, progressing. I haven't seen a single game, and I know we're only talking, talking seven games, but I haven't seen a single game where he's like declined. And I think like it's a obviously it's a really bad sign if you see a player declining this early on, but he just keeps going up and up and up. So it's almost like, where's the wall for this kid? No. Or is there one? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's 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 really impressive to see his jump from year one to year two. Uh, there's there's no reason to think that he can't continue to grow and, you know, become a really, really good star point guard in this league. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not going to happen for sure, obviously. Uh, it's it's really hard to predict and say, like, oh, right. this percent chance, whatever. But, you know, I think... He's he definitely has an, an already incredibly polished offensive game, scoring the basketball, and he has so much room to grow in other facets of his game that'll just mm-hmm. make him so much better. And he's he's just already scoring with such ease from so many different levels of the court. Like I don't know, the, the OKC really got something special in, in Shea. I think Man. he was a huge part of that trade for them. Oh, for sure, the driving force. They knew they knew like from oh, watching they, him yeah. his freshman year, his first year in the NBA, you could tell. Yeah. I mean, no, you definitely could. And I don't think Thunder fans were completely sold on this guy no. when he first got here. Now Cause, they cause are. They look because the fans they look and they see the stat line. Oh, oh he yeah. put up ten and three and four or something like and that. They're like, he's it, young. So he's like, oh, he's just, like, you know, he's okay. He's young, which is cool, but he's skinny. He's yeah, but he's no. Oh he's, no, he's nah. powerful. No, nah, he's yeah. He, he finishes through contact really good. well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many Shea Gilgis Alexander jerseys I saw in the arena tonight? Oh, I bet there were tons. There were tons. Yeah. People have already invested in these jerseys. Because they know he's going to be here. Oh, yeah. They know he's coming. I was actually talking to a friend the other day, and he's like a huge Russell Westbrook fan. Go figure. And he was saying, like, I'm not going to buy another jersey until I'm completely invested in that player. Yeah. And now he wants to buy a Shea jersey. Good. Tell him to to get it. That's telling right there. Yeah. So good stuff coming from Shea Gilchrist Alexander tonight. I love it. I hope, for Thunder fans' sake, that there's not going to be a decline anytime soon. Yeah. I but mean, you never know. Well, I mean, I came into this season know I think thinking that he was capable of this sort of play, but really not knowing or expecting that he was going to be doing it on right, a, on yeah. a nightly basis. And it's basically been an all all of the set first seven games. And you know, of course, he's probably going to go through you know certain dry dry spells throughout the year. But uh, you know, starting off this strong, like right off the bat, really mm-hmm. is a good indication oh, for him that awesome. he's going to be you know hopefully yeah. pu- hopefully putting up similar numbers. And you know, if there's a decline, like. That's okay. Temper your expectations a little bit because mm-hmm. now we are almost are getting this like star-studded mind. Obviously, getting a little oh, bit ahead of ourselves, maybe. But it really, it really does look like he's he's ready to do this just every night because For he's sure. getting his buckets so so easily and uh, doing it against no matter who they throw at him. They're throwing yeah. their teams are throwing their best defenders at him pretty much for the most part. They like, really are, and I think that's going to be kind of a constant pattern, especially for him throughout the season, which yeah. is a good thing because teams are starting to see him as a threat rather than just someone that. They can put any old guy on, and then it's going to be fine. And so yeah. that's that's kind of a telling thing for his progress now that he's been here. It's it's just insane, like how he gets when he gets into the paint. He just it's maintains his dribble in between like three guys. His guy stays with him, and then like helping defenders who are just like lurking right there. Mm-hmm. And in not a ton of space, he just is able to pull off these moves that are yeah. just like They're pretty like, insane. Dang! Yeah, 
I freak out a little bit. And, you know, then he's able to go up and it's it's almost always the scoop shot. I love the scoop I shot. I love the scoop shot. He tosses it up there right off the glass. That's such a thing now and I love it. The scoop, baby. It's nice. The scoop. The ice cream, man. I like it. <laughs> no, I like it. And honestly, I'm glad that that's been working out so well for him because someone, Dennis Schroeder, had his first eh game yeah, tonight. He, you know, he's and been good up to this point. we knew that was coming. Yeah. He's been he's been really good up to this point, and you know eventually you're gonna have a little bit of a dry a, a dry game like we said with Shea. He played 31 minutes tonight, five points. You know box score isn't everything, yeah. but really just wasn't creating like usual. Three assists, uh, and didn't shoot the ball well at all. Two of eleven is just you know that's a tough night, and it happens. That's tough. Even for the best of them NBA players, like I still think Schroeder is you know one of the best to do it off as mm-hmm. in terms of a backup point guard. He's one of the best in the league. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's among, if not the best, he's one of the top few guys. Um, and, you know, we can we can argue about who that is on Twitter, maybe. But <laughs> I, I like I Dennis. I love getting in Twitter. But, you know, he's going to have bad nights every once in a while, and that's all right. You know, he'll, he'll bounce back. Yeah, I really like Dennis right now. Um, just because, yeah, this was kind of an eh game, but it didn't really matter at the end of the no. game. That's kind of the cool part about it, because the Thunder were still able to win because they were able to get behind guys like Shea. They were able to get behind guys like Chris, who had a really good game. Yeah, 20 points. Uh, yeah, picked up 20 points tonight. Danilo had a good game. That's pretty – that's not anything yeah, out of he, the ordinary. Every, he every game, does. He's so consistent. It's incredible. Yeah, he only shot 3 of 10 from the three-point line tonight. But, I mean, like I said about He Dennis, hit a few, like, matter. really early on, right, that just, like, yeah. set, like just kind of put them up early. He hit two, I think two super like, early on. Right and then the I want to say his third one was very timely. It was gotcha. in the second half. Gotcha. And it was just like, it was a clutch three for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, he's he's a he's a beast. He yeah. literally, and three, of, three of ten, three of ten we think is that. a bad night for him because he shot 30%. No, yeah. He's he's one of the best in the league. He's really, I, I like Danilo a lot. And, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to have him around Oklahoma City. While he's here, mm-hmm. we should definitely enjoy. Take you advantage know, of it. He's a, he's a high caliber player. He's really Yeah. He's also an avid member of hashtag Turtleneck Gang. Turtleneck Gang. Are you? Oh, you're rocking it right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, so <laughs> I, I um, I wish podcasts had like a visual component to it. But yeah, for all the listeners right now, I am the founder, CEO, and manager of hashtag Turtleneck Gang. Uh, avid fan of turtlenecks have way too many to count. Sam Presti's in the club now. He is in the club. And so I am the OG, but Danilo Gallinari was uh, the uh, first like he member. T- he took it. Yeah. And he, yeah. He went he hard took with it. it. He had the double double turtleneck. He had the double turtleneck. Wow. And his probably he cost a hell of a lot more than mine. But uh, come on. I respect it. And then we, uh, we added Sam Presti the next week. Uh, tonight, I tried to find uh, another member, and I have Derek actually looking for that. I haven't heard any word from it, though, so <laughs> I don't think it's going too well. However, We need to start a pool on who the next player to wear one's going to be. Well, I, re- I want them to get on board. because Like all of them? <laughs> yes, and I have seen I have seen Mike Muscala wear uh-huh. a turtleneck, yeah. and I never documented it, so it Not doesn't surprised. really count no, you anymore. you got to get it on video, though. I know. Not surprised with Mike Muscala. Though. I feel like That's I need to just go find that video and count it. If you can track it down, then he's part of the club. He doesn't have a, to. he doesn't have a choice really. No, and like it it I goes guess, out to like opposing players too. Y'all yeah, going too. I mean, I think I think Dennis might be the best bet. Dennis Schroeder. I'd love to see Dennis in a turtleneck. I think he I think he'd rock it, and I think he's uh he you know he's he's getting there in terms very of very fashionable. What he's 
Someone I, you're never gonna see is like Darius and Shay. No, because <laughs> Darius they they rock the they rock the hoodies. They have you know? the hoodies. But He's got like, the, the sneakers. Ha- like quote unquote fashion. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They got some nice looks though. For okay, sure. when I wear hoodies, it's not considered fashion. Though. Okay, it's but... considered laziness. <laughs> and mean, then they wear hoodies, and it's like whoa. I, I, do, I didn't say whoa. They're not they're not coming out here like Russell Westbrook, a fashion icon. They no, ain't doing I'm all that. saying whoa. The whole world <laughs> is saying whoa. They're on like the covers of GQ that is magazine. True. Yeah, that's what they, they were. That's what the D book. Shout out Devin Booker, best in the game. Uh, Kat, D'Angelo Russell. They were all uh, crazy. They were all on the cover just rocking hoodies. And you know the retro jerseys were nice though. Yeah, those you know are what really I'm talking nice. about. The slam. Those are really those yeah. are cool. Yeah, big fan. I will say that, but. Yeah, I uh, I tried to find another member member of Turtleneck Gang tonight, and Danilo was actually talking to some like lady. She was working media, I don't know what for. She was visiting, and she was wearing a turtleneck, Heck and I yeah. thought it was fitting because he's already in the club <laughs> and he was talking to her. So I got video. Check it out on my Twitter. That is at Madison Morris M A D Y S S O N M O R R I S. Follow her. Follow me and Do join it. hashtag Turtleneck Gang. And for all the haters that came at me tonight on Twitter saying that I am causing a menace on the internet by starting this, you can go die in a fire. Wow. Do it. Okay. We were saying that to Derek all night. (laughs) Just die in a fire. Like, hey, Derek, go die in a fire. (laughs) I felt bad. Sorry for the guy. No, don't go die in a fire. But just stay off my Twitter, man. Please? Stay off my Twitter. Uh, but Connor, this game, yes, I know this we've been game. talking about turtlenecks. We can talk about turtlenecks all night. Yeah, but. <laughs> I love talking about turtlenecks. I really do. And I, I was saying that I want Muskie as a part of my turtleneck gang, but not until he can start shooting the three ball. Oh my God, dude. It's, it was it's, disgusting. Yeah. He was what? He was one of 18 coming into this game. Is that right? He's, yeah. He's yeah, one of he, And then he went, now. uh. Yeah, one and nineteen. He took he one tonight, one and I think he... everybody just closed their eyes, Dude, and I... maybe including myself. It's and okay. So we we knew this coming in because Atlanta fans talk about all the time how yeah. Muskie's like, oh, he's a streaky shooter. Like he'll go off and have you know a a, a big like sixty percent stretch where he hits seven threes in, in two nights, and then every once in a while he'll just miss mm-hmm. everything. And uh, we're just starting off on a bad note. And you know, I hope I hope <sighs> it really this this is where you kind of see a little bit of a player's mentality because sometimes guys can work their way out of it. And sometimes, you know, they can't. They they don't really. And all of a sudden, now you're you're neutralized, and you got to figure out something else. Like Patrick Patterson last year. Oh no! I hate to bring it up because he's a sharp shooting power forward that came signed with Oklahoma City and then forgot how to shoot. And then he went to Los Angeles and, and remembered. And now, now he's with the Clippers. And now and he, he can remembers shoot how again. to shoot the three ball. Now he can shoot threes. Yeah. So uh, it's still too early to claim that for Mike Muscala. Obviously, he's been a really good three point shooter throughout his entire career, but. Uh, I'm scared. I'm a little scared. I'm annoyed because <laughs> I had faith from the get-go, and I keep trying to he instill was so the faith. Pre-season. And I was so excited. I was on board with the musky train. Then he wore the earring in the post game, and I got all kinds of excited. And now <laughs> he's just declining, Connor. Oh, right in front of our he's eyes. He's declining. And yeah. yes, I totally get people's frustration with this. Um, I saw a lot of comparisons to Kyle Singler tonight on Twitter, and it broke my heart. My dad said during the first game, he was like, is this guy worse than Kyle Singler? And I was like, no, 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 stop. No, he's not. He's not worse. Don't say that. Don't speak it into existence. There's, I think it would be very difficult for him to reach (laughs) that level of, uh, you know. He's he's not Kyle Singler. They had no. to they had to wave and stretch Kyle Singler's cons, uh, contract just to get him off the roster. <laughs> they did. That was really bad. Yeah, um, poor Kyle. 
Poor Mike, man. Poor Mike, honestly. Mike for... only played four minutes tonight. Yep. He came in with just seconds left in the third quarter. Well, Adams in. is back. That's why. Yeah, he, he is back. Yep. We'll definitely get into that. But, uh, yeah, Muscala, he got a little bit of time out there uh, to start the fourth quarter. Oh. And then he took that three and missed it. And Billy said, All right, I done. think the hell not. <laughs> you can sit your ass down. <laughs> I'm glad that he's still willing to take them. Uh, yes, keep taking them. But I'm gonna wince every single time, <laughs> and like really hope that they go in just for his sake, because like you hate to see it. Gosh, you I hope they go it. in for his sake too, because now it's just an ongoing joke. Like, oh yeah. Jesus, Muskie's missing three. another three. Uh, Dang it, Muskie! It's all right. He'll be he'll be back on the train. It'll be okay. If he, he if he can get playing time, is the is the main yeah. concern now. He may just sit at that percentage for oh, a little while no. because he's not going to like have the opportunity to take too many shots. That's just true. Just because you know, he, ma- mainly his playing time was coming because uh, Stephen Adams was out. He sat mm-hmm. out for what two games? Two games, yeah. Two games. They missed him. Nerlens took the starting spot, and mm-hmm. Muscala moved into that backup spot. So now that uh, Stephen's back, he's uh, he he had a pretty solid game tonight. First double double really of the season. Game. I liked his play a lot. Yeah, super efficient from the floor. Uh, you know, he's he didn't do anything insane, but he came up with some really clutch plays down the oh, stretch. Yeah. Nice on offense, solid on defense. I I like this is a good game, good game out of Adams. Back to the usual for him, I think. It definitely was because he went five to seven from the floor. Uh, he picked up eleven rebounds, like Connor said, had eleven points. Four offensive, that's what he does. Look at this guy, like he had. I want to, yeah, he had four offensive rebounds, and they were all. I want to say all four of them ended up being second chance points yeah. because there was one he was able to get it to Chris and Chris got up a real nice floater. There was one he was able to get it to, I think, Hamadou. And hello, Hamadou's so good right now. <laughs> Whatever. He's hot. I just, Hami, Hami's hot right now. Hami's great. Buy your Hami stock before it gets too hot. Yes. Invest all Invest your earnings. All. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Stephen Adams, just really solid game because I don't, I don't think people are completely losing faith in Stephen Adams and what no. he's capable of. I think media members were. Well, media can be quick to jump on we're things sometimes. Very They're very reactionary. Quick, yeah. So, you know, Everything we got we got to talk juicy. about things. I don't think we ever came on here and denounced Steven Adams, no. though. You can check the records on that. We've yeah. always been pro Go back and listen to all Kiwi. of our podcasts. We I, said, I hey, he had a tough game, but pro-Kiwi. He's coming yeah, back. Pro, I'm, he bounced I've back. I've been pro-Kiwi for years. Oh, I know you, you can have. ask any of these suckers around here. They know. They know this? They know. I'm pretty sure even Steve. Since knows. Brady's not here to defend himself, Brady probably. Brady I think probably Brady. Threw him he probably bus. threw him under the bus. Yeah. He's Brady was like, oh, that's just the kiwi. type. <laughs> Kiwi's stupid. Yeah, crush, but, crush the kiwi. Yeah, crush him. <laughs> but you know what? I felt like Stephen Adams was crushing the boards tonight, and he did a good job. And I think that was it. Kind of showed that he is so versatile that if he's not scoring a lot, if he's not, you know, just tearing up the paint as much as you want him to. He's grabbing boards. He's putting the ball back in guys like Chris Paul's hands, back in Shea's hands, um, and he's giving the Thunder a second opportunity to score. And I felt like he did that on all four offensive rebounds tonight, and that was really, really good for him because he is very vital to the Thunder when he is out there, even if people are like, God, he can't score for anything right now. Okay, he's still grabbing loose balls. He is picking up rebounds. He is giving second second chance points to these guys. I like Steven Adams, even if he's not on fire offensively. Yeah. I think he is just a great uh, defender, and I think that he is, good. is he has the sticky hands. Yeah. <laughs> not the butter hands, no. but the sticky hands. When, it, when we get sticky hands Steven Adams, that's when you know, uh, that's when you know he's sticky getting hands. serious. Big fan of sticky hands. Adam. Well, I've seen him have but, the butter hands, and I'm just like, yeah, good God. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's, it's off and on. Uh, he, he luckily looked really strong with the ball tonight, you know, not really – losing any under the basket just off of being stripped like he has you know in the first few games that was an issue he kind of had 
Uh, and he was able to finish through contact a lot. Five of seven is good look. Uh, yeah, just want to see that keep seeing this consistently out of Steven Adams. And, you know, this is this is back to the usual for him. I, I expect this to, you know, he's not going to be perfect every game, no. but we don't need him to be perfect every game. No. Got, got the W tonight for the Thunder. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good looking game all around. It was close the whole way. Don't get me wrong. The Magic put up a really good fight and mm-hmm. the Thunder uh, did make some some mistakes. Uh, you know, luckily, the Orlando Magic didn't really make them pay. Yeah. Uh, from the three-point line, they only hit, I think, three of 28. The Thunder, that was something that Chris Paul also talked about in post-game, uh, was that that was something they wanted to address, was they're giving up too many open three-point looks, and they'd been lucky through the first few games that people were just missing them. Yeah. Uh, I think the Thunder led the league in, like, percent of wide-open three-point shots missed. Teams were shooting, like, 23%, which is just unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, basically, they were they were worried that, okay, guys are going to start hitting that. And they I think they made that transition a little bit tonight. It didn't look like Orlando was getting too many wide-open looks. No, no, no. Most of them were contested, and they just uh, they luck, they luckily missed them. So. Yeah. Orlando? All because of the good defense in, in large part as well. Not just they yeah. had this, but. I think they had, they had a lot of, like, the stat sheet doesn't say it, like the final one, but there was a good stretch where they had a lot of success in the paint. And yeah. I think that was just because... <laughs> it was that it was that point of time that Billy moved Gallo to the five. Oh boy, it's it a fun experiment. It didn't work. I didn't like it. It's so I didn't hit like or it miss. The last time he did it, I didn't like it tonight. Yeah. And that's exactly when Orlando was able to get the shots in the paint that they wanted because Gallo was out there playing the five, and he cannot. Who was he matched up with out there? The was rim. That, it was was it like Vucevic? I think was he in? yeah. I think Vucevic was in that time. Because um, in the, in the past, what they've done is they've no. Used it was Mo Bamba. Oh, he was facing off against it was Mo, Mo Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba. And I yeah, was like, all seven foot one of them. Yeah, that's a that's a tough look for it's Gallo. Uh, you know, like in the past they've gone with that you know really really small ball lineup where they run the three point guards and yeah. then Hamadou Diallo at the four and Gallinari at the five, which it, it worked <laughs> a little bit in the first two games they tried it. The first game it was kind of didn't really do much. Second game they kind of went on a nice little run just yeah because they're matching the, in those past two games they were matching the other team as they played the same sort of lineup with three three guards and then uh you know like a forward and a and a power forward at center mm-hmm. and uh so they matched up with them and then this time i guess they they went up and actually faced a real center mobamba who i guess good. yeah he he looks good tonight he honestly really good and i guess donovan was thinking that maybe he's not enough of a post threat so that's probably why he wanted to throw that look out there against that matchup but wrong I don't. Yeah, that's that's a tough look. Maybe you know that's that's something where I think you really got to pick and choose your spots when you're going to use a lineup like that. And yeah, I, I, I hope to see success in the future for it. But right now, you know, it's it's a fun experiment. It's fun to throw this in. It's you got 82 games. Let's yeah. figure out some stuff that might work that won't work. Uh, I don't know. I like Billy Donovan. Donovan experimenting. I do too. And now's the time to do it, just because it's still early in the season. Obviously, the Thunder were able to get the win tonight, so it wasn't like detrimental that they tried something like that. Um, it's not my favorite, but I, that's why I don't get paid the big bucks to coach. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not I on mean, coaching staff, believe I, it or not. I think if we throw through Madison in there for Billy Donovan, his contract's up this year. You could, you know, I could, you could be Becky Hammond. You could interview for that job. Or Hammond's Hammond. You could, uh, you could dress up as Becky Hammond's and tell uh, That's them, my dream to be Becky Hammond's. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Okay. I love her. Yeah. You, you, you could probably pull this idol. off. You just got to take her out and then take her place. Whoa, then... take her out. <laughs> no, and now you're the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder. No one heard it. Uh, but yeah, Connor, I don't know what else there is to really cover about this game. Um, I don't know if you got to see this on TV. They had this really cool ceremony at the beginning. Oh yes, did you get to see yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. We should we should have brought this. We up should. Much, really. this yeah, was beautiful. this was incredible. So tonight, uh, for anyone who missed it, you probably caught caught it on the broadcast. But if not, 
uh, tonight, they did something really cool pregame that involved, like, obviously saying the prayer at the beginning of the game and then the national anthem. But they brought out the family members of the 168 lives that were lost in the 1995 bombing here in Oklahoma City. And each of them were, um, or sorry, every one of them were carrying uh, a jersey. And it was actually going to be the new City Edition jersey that the Thunder will debut in April 2020. And so that's going to actually be on the 25th anniversary of this bombing. And it was really, really cool because they all kind of like lined up. They covered up pretty much like the entire center court. And there were quite a few of them. And on every single one of their jerseys, uh, it had the last name of the family member that they lost in that bombing. And they honored these families. And it was seriously like the coolest thing ever because, yeah, obviously that plays such a big role in the history of Oklahoma City and just that's on everyone's minds. That's a big, you know, kind of it's just a very important thing that goes on. Absolutely. Here. I'm like people totally passing by the federal building every day on their way to work. Oh, it's phenomenal. Know. And if you even go to that part of the city, like where the memorial is, it's just quiet yeah. out of respect. Yeah. Like it's really incredible and beautiful over there. But the ceremony they had at the beginning of the game was just phenomenal. And I really thought that was such a classy move on not only the Thunder, but just uh, the people of Oklahoma City putting yeah, that together. Absolutely. And they had uh, a woman who sung the national anthem or did something like at, um, uh, it was like a live television broadcasting at the Oklahoma State Fair a couple of days after mm-hmm. that bombing happened. And they brought her back almost 25 <laughs> years later. And she killed the national anthem. She was beautiful, sang it incredibly. I don't think there was a dry eye in that entire arena. Um, it was just, it was really such a beautiful moment that they were able to do that. And, uh, the jerseys look awesome. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm a big fan of the jerseys there. It's a nice clean look, Yeah, you know, and obviously the fact that it has like such a meaning behind it Yeah, and a, a very real something besides, you know, a lot of, you know, teams will throw out jerseys that have their monikers and whatnot and, you know, their names for the city. And those are cool, but this is, this really is a Jersey. I feel like that means, means a lot to the city and Mm -hmm. means a lot hopefully to the players you know for sure i know that's something that the thunder organization does is they make sure that every player on their team uh when they join the oklahoma city thunder they go and visit the oklahoma Mm -hmm. city bombing memorial before you start with practices games any of that like that's one of the first things that you do and i think that's really you know when you're coming to oklahoma city obviously they they want you to understand Mm -hmm. like this is an integral part of the history of Oklahoma city and it's it's a good move on the Thunder's part, and I'm I'm glad that they're uh, going out of their way to do something you know oh, really cool too, and really yeah. I think really meaningful like this. So mm-hmm. they did a really good job putting together this whole ceremony, and the families that came out tonight. I'm sure that was really hard on them, but it was also probably very honorable for them. So overall, it was just really cool to start the game off like that. Then even cooler for the Thunder to win. Yeah, they they came <laughs> on and played. Like they came that. out and played great. They looked great. Yeah, a, they looked great. They're going to look great on April twenty fifth. I believe something. so. Yeah, yeah April twenty fifth, twenty twenty. I should be fact checking it a bit. <laughs> we'll, uh, it's we'll when it out. it's when the Rockets come to Oklahoma City for the first time. Oh, is that time. what it is? Yeah. Oh, that'll be. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. They that's a big that game. So well, um, yeah, but it's it was just really cool. So if you didn't get the chance to do it or to see it. I'm sure there's video out there. You should definitely go check it out. It was it was a heart tugger. Yeah, for heart sure. Heart string tugger. For sure. But I don't know. I guess that's really going to do it. Yeah. Um, close us out on some Yeah, uh, close us out on, on a happy love. note. But yeah, the Thunder are going to take that win at 102.94. They're now 3-4 and four in the season, and they're actually headed to San Antonio. Uh, they're going to play the Spurs on Thursday before yep. returning home on Saturday. 
You're going to face those warriors again. Oh, boy. That, <laughs> that's Here exciting. Go. It, that's going to be super exciting. Yeah, so we'll we we should hope we hopefully know what's going to happen in that game. But you know the Warriors you the Warriors know. the Warriors have given some work to some teams. They beat the Trailblazers last night. Trailblazers are a legit that's team. Crazy. They beat them with a bunch of G Leaguers and rookies. It's insane. With respect to the Warriors, yeah, but, uh, this league's crazy. I really I really hope we can just get a repeat of the first performance because that was very nice to enjoy that after was lovely. Uh, you know <laughs> their amazing run of five just dominant <laughs> years. So fantastic. But seriously, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, we'll be all we'll all be at the arena on Saturday. They actually have a back to back, so they're going to stay at home yep, and host Sunday the too. Bucks on Sunday. Shout out and support, guys! Let's so do it. yeah, full weekend of thundering up. I don't see anything better, but you'll get to hear our voices on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday as well as we do OKC eighty two. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the OKC eighty two podcast. And for Mr. Connor, thank I you, mean. thank you. And for myself, Madison Morris, we will talk to you on Thursday. Peace.